truth. What really happened with your host, Mike Rivero? Because World War Three is a really bad idea. Here is your host, Michael Rivero. Welcome back to our show here. The phone lines are open, 512-248-8252. And I'm still uh, checking in on the House Oversight Committee hearing. And apparently, uh, one of the developments that have come on out is that Hunter Biden uh, attempted to obtain a business tax deduction on his return for hotel rooms that were used by Joe Biden. And that makes a case that Joe Biden was, in fact, a business partner of Hunter Biden, despite all of his denials. Another one that really uh, came on out was kind of funny. Hunter Biden paid a hooker from California that he flew over state lines to Washington five times. That's the man act right there. And uh, Hunter claimed her on his taxes as a paralegal. But the airline tickets and the sex photos uh, Hunter took on his laptop uh, proved that she was uh, something else entirely. Okay, 512-248-8252. We're going to go to Tom in Florida. Hello, Tom. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Well, hey, how you doing today, Mike? Um, yeah, uh, first I'm going to uh, talk about Hunter Biden and uh, Joe Biden. Uh, look like they're in big trouble with the whistleblowers, Mike. They had, I was watching some of the, I only watched like 15 minutes of uh, these whistleblowers on uh, on the uh, these fans, and I tell yeah. you right now, Hunter Biden, uh, Joe Biden might go to jail, uh, Mike, not Donald Trump. It shouldn't be Donald Trump that they're trying to indict. It should be Biden. Biden's the one that needs to be in handcuffs. And by the way, Mike, I got a new thing I want everybody in RBN to understand. This is not an invasion, okay? Mike, I, I, I want you to remember this. This is not an invasion by these illegal aliens and what Biden's doing. This is a conquest, Mike. They're using this as a conquest to destroy everything that is, is white European culture. This is a conquest, Mike. Yes or no? You agree with that? Uh, well, they haven't conquered us yet. But you believe this is what their ultimate goal is, a, con- a conquest by the mm, demon rap party? I, I think, well, I guess you could call it a conquest. I mean, it looks like a demographic, um, you know, um, warping. Uh, they're counting on these illegal immigrants to vote Democratic and uh, right keep on. the liberals in power, even though, and, and again, they're ignoring the law. They're openly ignoring the law, the Constitution, and the Bill of Rights uh, to do all of these things. And, uh, you know, I don't see military conflict between the illegal immigrants and the legal American citizens. Uh, it is very alarming that we have so many military-age males coming across that border, but military-age males are also working-age males. And... Uh, you know, they're, they're not coming across the border with weapons or anything like that, at least not that we're aware of. Well, Mike, they can't come across the border with weapons because they don't have the weapons in those countries they come from. But they're coming over here, and, I, and when I mean conquest, no, they're coming here to devour. They're going to devour this place, okay? They're not, yep. they're not really picking up our ethical identity. They don't care about English. They don't care about the founding fathers. They could give a damn about the Bill of Rights, the Declaration of Independence, or any of that, Mike. The Constitution. Well, they don't fit care. right they in with the place. current Democratic leadership. Well, Mike, listen here. Donald Trump and a lot of con- Congress people, Marjorie Taylor Greene, they're even saying, and I hope Marco calls in today, and a couple of Sebastian and Ma- Miles. I haven't heard from Miles in a long time. I hope they call in. Miles is a great call. We need him to call in. But, uh, yeah, Mike, I want to tell you, these people are not coming here to compliment us. They're coming to eat our lunch, take our job, like I tell you a hundred times. And let me tell you, that I do believe this is a conquest, and these people never are going to go into uh, the fold of white northern European males. Afro-Americans don't want him going to the fold, Mike. You got this Cornell West spewing a lot of nonsense. You know, 
He's blaming everything on the Republicans before you know, he was a professor. This guy's a professor? If he's a professor, Mike, I, I don't know what I, I I should be a... I don't know if I should be an astronaut or what it is. <laughs> this guy this guy is a cornball, Cornell West. He was sort of nonsense. His old, I was listening to some of his old tapes. The guy's full of it. You see, I think he's with uh, the, the Leverend Jeremiah Wright in uh, Farrakhan. That's what I think. And this guy said he wants inclusion? Yeah, right. Mike, and you had these Congress... Black congresswomen viewing all this lies about Republicans. Hey, the Republicans were no one's own uh, slaves. It was the Democrats that owned the slaves. Yes. And they need to get to the point of the truth about slavery in itself. There was more I- Irish people were enslaved in the beginning of this country than there was black, Mike. And that's your slaves. And they never talk about that. Where's their rep- rep- reparations? Give me a break, man. This thing's all a big, giant uh, hoodoo cabal. By these, uh, these, uh, I don't know what you call it, uh, ACLU and all these well, you know, what, what is gone. conveniently being forgotten is that Abraham Lincoln did have a reparations program where, you know, he gave land and, uh, you know, you heard the slogan, 40 acres and a mule, um, and uh, yeah. financial assistance uh, for a finite amount of time so that they could set up a, a home and, you know, start a garden and uh, take care of themselves. Well, Mike, you know, let's not, Mike, I wish you would uh, spend 15 minutes on this subject one day when you talk about Lincoln's last three weeks in office, what he was doing with his paperwork, when he was writing that, that no matter what happens with the slave issue and the Civil War, the blacks and whites will never come together. That's why, Mike, and you know this, and I want you to talk about it for a minute, about why they were going shipping him back to Liberia and Monrovia. They were literally telling him, go back to Africa, and we will set you up with your own government over there. Am I lying? Yes or no? And that, that was, was, what Abraham that was one Lincoln of the plans. That was one of the plans. There actually were a lot of people saying, you know, let's send, you know, the, the slaves for, except for the ones that were born in the United States, they were kidnapped from their home countries. Let's send them back to their home countries. You know, they were Correct. trying to do right by the slaves. And uh, so the, the present day calls for reparations, it, it's ridiculous, especially the one out in California. Uh, California never was a slave state. And so Gavin Newsom is out there uh, trying to take money away from people who were never slave owners uh, to give to people who were never slaves, and it's just going to cost a huge amount of money. And they're just, they're just vote buying. It's like what Biden did with the student loan forgiveness. They're just buying votes. They're trying to buy the student vote by saying, we'll forgive your loans. They're trying to buy the black vote by saying, we'll get your reparations. And in the end, neither one is actually going to happen. Look at how many great promises have been made in campaigns throughout the years that never came to pass. Yeah, Mike, you know, exactly. It, it, it's horrible and horrific what they're doing in California and the rest of the country with these demon rats are doing these Bolshevik Marxist communists. They're not, they're not going to end, Mike, uh, and I'm sure other callers will call in and agree, we, we can't, this country's nation is not going to be able to survive much longer, Mike. Honestly, I don't know if we're going to make it to 2026 or 28. I don't know. It, it, well, it, Douglas this McGregor is says uh, the government could collapse as early as next year. I, I almost have to grow, go along and agree with that, Mike, because, you know, and, and I can tell you, Mike, here in South Florida, I see all these you know, different uh, uh, types of people from different parts of the world, and uh, the traffic's horrendous. I, I see these cities like, imploding. Mike, what's ever going to happen if we ever have a food shortage? Like, I mean, where there's no food coming into the cities, and then you got all these illegals on top of it. Where's the yep. Green New Deal, Mike? With all these oh, Green New Deal and all these cars, these illegals, these illegals who never would have owned a car in their life, Mike, in Mexico or Central America or anywhere. 
especially in Central America, maybe Mexico, but not in Guatemala, Honduras, Ecuador, El Salvador. They would have never owned a car. Cuba never. Forget it. Every Cuban woman here in South Florida has to have a car. But in Cuba, you'll never see one woman drive a car, Mike. Never. Zero. Maybe uh, they're, they're butch and they uh, are taxi drivers in Cuba, but you don't see no females with no cars, Mike. I don't even believe they give them licenses over there for females. So, yeah, Mike, where is this Green New Deal that Anathia Ocasio-Cortez talks about her filthy life out of her filthy mouth, and she's always, like, bashing white Anglo males, but her boyfriend's a white Irish guy. Have you seen her boyfriend, Mike? It's crazy. Yeah. How does this guy sleep with her? She's bashing white Americans all the time. I mean, she's another hypocritical liar. And you know, it's just amazing to me, the, the, the spewing lies and the filth that is being perpetrated out of this government, Mike. It's, it's absolutely appalling. And, you know, I, I pray for the best for this country, but, Mike, I tell you, I think some, calam- some major calamity is going to happen. If they keep mess. I tell you, Mike, if they keep in the barrier with Putin, man, I tell you what. And if Taiwan does get invaded by China, which is potentially going to happen soon, and if Biden gets in there for another term, Mike, you can bet your bottom dollar that if Biden is reelected, people better understand this. We are going to go to World War Three over Taiwan with China. Guaranteed. And we're going to lose, especially with our military so disrupted with all this wokeness. By the way, before I let you go, right. I did a quick check. Uh, Cuba has been huh? issuing driver's licenses to women since 1892. Okay, Mike. Well, you're saying they issue them. I, no, there's no cars for them to drive, Mike. And the cars that the main cars they have in Cuba are taxis. They use the old 1955, 56, 57 Chevys and Dodges and all that, people around. Oh, yeah, the, those Cuban mechanics, they're the best in the world because they have to keep those cars running no matter how old they get. Well, they can keep them running with a rubber band. So, but I can Hello? tell you as a witness that that island, there's no women on that island who drive a car. So I, I know where you're getting that statistic. Yeah, they've been issuing license, like, no, no question about it. From, from that time okay. period. Okay. All right. Well, Tom, I've given you a big chunk of time, and we well, just had another caller call on in. So thank you very much for the call. 512-248-8252. We're going to go to Marco in Alabama. Hello, Marco. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? All right. First and foremost, I'm sitting here doing some searching, and I've always wondered why, you know, all the rioting's happening, you know, why all the racial division, why all of this? And it all ends with this question. What are we going to do with humanity when technology has caught up and, and the rich don't need us anymore, the political elites don't need us anymore? You know, this whole well, thing... That's why they're all screaming about population reduction. You know, remember the, uh, the Georgia Guidestones before they got knocked down? Uh, they were saying, yep. you know, uh, keep the global population at just one billion. And, you know, obviously a population is a problem, and I think that's why we have so many people, in, you know, in the streets. I mean, the population is growing faster than the technology can keep up with it, um, and uh, that is leading us to what is called a Malthusian catastrophe. I mean, I guess where I'm coming from with this, you know, is, is the fact that, you know, where do, where do you see ourselves in 2024 if Donald Trump is not our leader. If we don't have a sensible leader, I'll even take RFK, dude, if worst came to worst. But where are we going to be? Every one uh, of you, 
Well, Every I'll one be of very, you. very honest. Um, you know, I have spent the last almost 30 years trying to find a peaceful way to get this country back to the constitutional republic that we were all told it was. And uh, uh, obviously, I, I have not succeeded on that. So looking forward, I'm seeing only three possible outcomes. Um, first of all, like uh, uh, McGregor is saying, uh, the government could just fall apart in a Soviet Union-style collapse, which I've been speculating about for a while here. Or we get into World War III and we lose. Uh, or there's a civil war inside this country, and I don't like uh, uh, those last two especially. Where we're going to be. You guys are already starting to see that they're coming after conservatives. Yes. You're, with the with the electors in Michigan, you're not even going to be allowed to live, let alone anything else. I mean, you know, the whole thing is this, is that, you know, first you get rid of one sect of the population so that we get this one-party system, because this is where we're going to. You know, they're trying well, to outlaw yeah, the Republican I mean, Party. Uh, you know, ultimately, I think uh, the bringing in of the illegal immigrants is they want an easily controlled population. They want to get rid of all of us uh, intelligentsia, uh, like uh, Pol Pot did in Cambodia, you know, uh, where they committed a genocide against anybody with advanced educations because stupid people are easier to control. They don't need people like me who ask embarrassing questions. But I I guess, you you know, where I'm coming from with this is that, you know, we need to talk about what life is going to be like if we don't win. You, know, you well, already it's, see it's, where it's going. It, it's you know, going to be any democratically people. controlled city and, and the conditions there. And uh, somebody posted a picture to um, uh, Twitter, and the comment there was, you know, this is the city that banned plastic straws because they're bad for the environment. And the picture is just showing all of these plastic syringes all over the ground on the sidewalks there. So, But Mike, but yeah. Mike... What's going to wind up happening, dude, is that a good portion of our population, dude, that was in on the fight, are going to be like, communism's great, get in the car, and all that stuff, man. You know, we need to start telling the truth, dude, about how this is going to go down. And and every each and every one of you should be worried for your life and all that stuff, you know, going forward. You know, they already are going to start taking tabs, dude, of, of how you vote. They already have all of your third-party information. They know what you eat. They know how to poison you. They know how to do everything. You know, you know the, the truth in the matter is, is that I'm listening to things like Bards FM, B-A-R-D-S FM, and, and they have gentlemen on there that, that, you know, are pretty much, dude, you know, arguing, you know, with our own conservative base over when is enough enough. And when are, when, you, know, you know, sitting there saying, you know, we need to go for all this nonviolence and, and all that stuff, but you, you, you're going to take, and, they're gonna, and what are you going to do? Are you going to wait until they come to your front door? I mean, this is where we're at, people. And, and you know, I, I there's a sect of our population that is, that, is, that is conservative, that is Trump voting, that, that is ready to, to sit here and meet the challenge head on. If they riot in the cities, they're going to go into the cities. You know, if they're gonna if they're gonna riot in the small town, they're gonna go in the small town, and they'll even fight us, dude. If we don't sit here and and uh, you, you know get on with this agenda, dude, for you know a uh, you know to take back our country, dude, because they believe wholeheartedly in you know when tyranny becomes law, rebellion becomes duty. That Ben Franklin saying. Yes. 
And, 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 and this is what we need to worry about. Because, because you know, the people, dude, that are fed up, dude, that have nothing else to lose anymore, that are just tired of being subjugated, dude, by all of this crap, dude, are looking at us and saying, you're holding us up. And all that stuff, man. You know, all of these people, dude, sitting there saying, you know, God's going to take me out of this and all that stuff. You know, you know I want to know what, what's the real deal. Because now, dude, there's a new sect of the Republican establishment, dude, that is ready to go to war with Democrats, dude. And, and it's not anybody, dude, that you're seeing on television or anything like that. It is the people, dude, who have been betrayed by the system, that, that have family, dude, who have been killed, dude, you know, because of the vaccine, dude, and they're tired of people not doing anything about it. People, dude, who live in the cities and can't afford to get out, dude, because they're on some kind of land contract and they can't sell their home and they're stuck there. I mean, these are the people, dude, that, that are calling these, these radio stations, dude, and, and coming up to us. And, and saying, look, dude, we're either unified in, in our front or whatever. And, and, and you know, they're, they're, they're saying things along the lines of, you know, I've already had my child. The circle of life has come full circle. I have nothing else to lose. I mean, where do we go with these people? No, but, man, well, I mean, because they're not wrong. They're not wrong. There's a very real possibility of a civil war in this country. And, uh, I mean, to sit here and think dude, that incrementally they can sit here and say, well, you know, these 13 or 16, 17 electors in Michigan who are like 70 years old collecting pensions, Social Security, they're politically active because they're worried about their future. If these people are going to go to jail, when is it going to be you or me? Probably you know, this uh, is what we uh, need to start talking about. We I mean, need to start reality. having a, a they, contingency okay, plan. Marco, 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 my turn. Look what they did to the January 6th protesters who were exercising their First Amendment right to demonstrate. Yes, it got hijacked by undercover informants. I mean, they're, they're admitting there were undercover operatives in that crowd. That's why they won't release the rest of those January 6th tapes. And uh, these people up in Michigan, all they did was sign a letter saying, we think the 2020, uh, the, um, yeah, the 2020 election uh, was uh, rigged. And that's protected speech under the First Amendment. But we currently live under a government that has basically tossed the Constitution and the Bill of Rights into the shredder. Because they've done that, dude, that just makes, you know, these people's arguments, you know, for, for why, dude, you know, everybody needs to sit here and lo start looking at each other and saying, look, dude, you know, everybody knows somebody who knows somebody, dude, who's taken advantage and sold this country out. Now what are you going to do to fix it? And, and this is and this is where people are at today, man. And 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 I'm confused because it's like it's like I I have sentiment, you know, with these people and things like that, you know, where these people do, you know, the, when you know, do that the future, dude, and what they have planned for us and all that stuff, you know, we're going to have the cashless society and you're going to have food shortages and all of that stuff, man. You know, and I'm I'm. Far from, you know, you know, the idea, dude, of, of, you know, like, I don't know, man, you know, okay, like getting well, out in the street. I'm like still hoping for a collapse and rebuild from scratch. Got to let you go for commercials, Marco. And by the way, that quote of yours is Thomas Jefferson, not Ben Franklin. We'll be right back.
Here's some interesting news. Due to all the recent claims about possible nuclear wars, viruses, solar flares, and civil unrest, people are scrambling to prepare and stockpile food. But the one thing out of reach for many is an underground bunker. Until now. Because you can now have a 3D printed underground bunker in just one day. An excavator digs a hole in your backyard and 3dbunkers.com shows up in a small truck and sets up their 3D printer under a tent completely undetected. They can print as many rooms as you want at a fraction of the cost compared to traditional metal bunkers. 3D Bunkers uses polymer concrete, which is five times stronger than regular cement. YouTube 3DBunkers.com and watch the video. The creators of 3D Bunkers is looking for a business partner that can help bring this technology to the world. And we need to protect our way of life without living in fear. Contact Brad at 3DBunkers.com for more details or visit 3DBunkers.com. For the first time since its inception, RBN is offering a limited opportunity to you, the listener, to join our quest. You will be provided an effective platform on both Internet and satellite broadcasting and also gain the opportunity to both share your creativity with our producers and voice your message with thousands of patriots. Interested? Call 800-724-2719, extension 3, for details. People are getting stupid and now there's proof. I'm Peter Serafine with another Liberty Minute. This year's spring edition of Intelligence Online reported on IQ tests of 18 to 60-year-olds. The online magazine has been doing this study for quite some time, and this year's report was the first time that the average IQ of Americans dropped. Usually, the average IQ went up 3 to 5 points every decade. This time it went down. Oh, look at the age range. 18 to 60-year-olds. Anyone under 48 was educated entirely under the Federal Department of Education. Those who predate the Department of Education are aging out of the study, skewing the average. Do we really need any more evidence that government, especially the federal government, should not be involved in educating our young people? Instead of critical thinking, young people are being taught sexuality. Logic and reason have become political correctness. History is now critical race theory. This is starting to look a lot like the plot from the movie Idiocracy. And if you own a firearm, then you need carry insurance. Get the most affordable carry insurance on the market and save another 10% by using code Lighthouse at protectwithbear.com. Find more news and commentary at liberty-lighthouse.com until tomorrow. See this Pashem. Parabellum. Well, they're stealing down on Wall Street and in Washington, too. You know, it makes me wonder what's a guy on Main Street to do. I've always tried to be an honest, upstanding kind of guy. But I must admit, lately, I thought about giving something else a try. Oh, I want to be a pirate. And welcome back to um, our show and uh, listening to that last little uh, audio clip on the break about the decline in education and reminds me of a quote by Frederick Douglass, knowledge makes a man unfit to be a slave. 
And uh, that may be a big part of why the education system uh, has shifted away from critical thinking and uh, in favor of critical race theory and, you know, sexuality and all the rest of that stuff. Anyway, 512-248-8252. We're going to go to Francis in North Carolina. Hello, Francis. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? What is on my mind, my dear? And a big shout to uh, that gal, Claire. You go, gal. Anyway, uh, I have a technical, a scientifically technical question as well as a general comment about the financial state of Samantha Powers going over to another country and uh, dishing out uh, who knows how much money. <laughs> Billions, maybe. Trillions, mm-hmm. maybe. Or whatever it's not again. You know what? Maybe perhaps on her way back and upon her entrance back into the U.S., she needs to start dishing out uh, the same amount, equal fundage, and reparations to the people in the U.S. As far as her entrance back into the U.S. Sound fair enough? Well, that, I, I would love to see it. I would love to see this government more concerned about taking care of our population than foreign well, populations yeah. and the illegal immigrants. But, you know, uh, uh, on the pecking order... You know, legal American citizens, especially white heterosexuals, are are definitely on the bottom rung. Well, you know, I'm going to leave that part alone because, quite frankly, there's a really big well to hop into. And right now I'm not going to because, quite frankly, we have so many ethnic backgrounds uh, naturally in the U.S. as far as citizens are concerned. Uh, yes, there are various ethnic backgrounds that are being attacked and demeaned and everything else. I'll give you that. Uh, because, quite frankly, well, uh, again, uh, you're, uh, you're egging me on to go into that uh, certain well, and I'm not going to do it right now because there's not enough time. But as, uh, as far as the financial part goes, the people in the U.S. should come first, not people in another country for that matter. And how that got twisted around? I don't want to know because it's pretty much in your face how it did. So aside from that, now for the scientific uh, technical question for you, what is your prospect and thought about NASA sending probes to go into the atmosphere of the sun just to do scientific research about the plasma field or whatever and various uh, coronal mass injections and so forth at nauseam? To derive who knows what kind of information or uh, elements or whatever from the uh, uh, supposed surface of the sun is concerned itself. Because being as a great big gas ball, it doesn't really have a surface. No, it really per doesn't. Se. Per se, it doesn't. It's basically a bubble. Uh, you could say that's well put. Um, if, you could almost say that the sun is the reverse version of a black hole, in a manner of speaking. I wouldn't agree with that. I'm sorry. Well, you can agree if you wish. Uh, you can agree or disagree as you wish to. That's up to you. The reason I say it is because, one, a black hole sucks material into it, whereas the sun is throwing out into the solar system, let alone this part of the galaxy, uh, material out into the solar system towards the various planetary bodies. So 
Well, that's because the sun's gravity is not strong enough. Uh, You know, I mean, a lot of the material the sun uh, throws out, like prominences, uh, do fall back onto the sun. And, of course, the sun is, you know, uh, exerting gravitational influence on the planets, which is why we're not being flung off into the universe. Well, I'll give you that. Now, the question is, back to the original question is, the aspect of sending probes into measurement or who knows what and so forth, the problem is, how would NASA go about creating aircraft or probes or whatever you want to call it that could actually survive these supposed uh, per, 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 Yeah, say that because I'm fast. No, I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. And uh, let me answer you because we're almost to the uh, next commercial break here. Uh, NASA did build uh, a spacecraft called the Parker Solar Probe. And uh, uh, it was on the mission to, quote, touch the sun, end quote. Now, it didn't get, you know, obviously it's not going to go all the way to the uh, the photosphere. um, But it's certainly flying closer to the sun than any spacecraft before it. And it did present quite a bit of a challenge on how to keep the sun from frying the electronics inside the spacecraft. And they did it with a whole bunch of sun shields uh, that are kept between the spacecraft and the sun. And, uh, you know, there's uh, uh, radiative energy getting past e- each one of the solar shields, but by the time it gets past the last one, uh, it's not a big problem for the spacecraft. Well, hopefully they sent back the information that was needed anyway. But with that, I'll have a green olive, not rainbow, with my margarita. Have a great week. Later. All right, thanks an awful lot here, and um, we're on a break. We'll be back with more phone calls after these few words. Listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people. Because you can handle the truth. Extend your life with Extend Everyone around me seems to get sick but me. My brother got the flu twice. My mother was down with some sort of fever. People at work were taking sick days off, and others were just plain tired and run down. And me? Well, I just keep feeling great all the time with Extendivite. My grandfather used to talk about the power of garlic and other herbs he took that kept him healthy. I'm lucky. Extendivite was just what I needed to keep me healthy, and Extendivite is all natural. Extendivite was designed for the heart but does so much more by keeping me healthy all the time. I'll take Extendivite forever. Get your two-month supply for only $69.95 plus shipping and handling. My name is Rick, and you can be like me just by calling 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Hello, hello, hello from beautiful Colorado. My name is Samuel Jung Kay, and I am currently the lead Shiloji hunter and master herbalist for Colorado Shiloji Company. In this video series, I will be discussing what we believe is the greatest of all adaptogenic superfoods and the single greatest natural healing remedy gifted to us by Mother Earth. I think you too will become as excited by this incredible substance called Shiloji as we were and are after our discovery of this amazing gift right here in beautiful, colorful Colorado. 
You may already know Shiloji by other names. Shilojit, Momio, Momi, Mami, Mineral Pitch, Asphaltum, and others. Shiloji literally translates to destroyer of weakness and conqueror of mountains. Shiloji has been in use for thousands of years and is considered as the highest valued cure-all of any earthly substance. Look for the gold mountain and medical symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. Einstein once said, future medicine will be the medicine of frequencies. What did he know? Imagine you hear ocean waves caressing a beach, or a favorite song from the past, or the trickle of the babbling brook. All of these are sound frequencies that positively affect us. Terahertz is a soothing, healing frequency that has been proven to resonate at the same frequency as healthy cells. It penetrates the body and stimulates new healthy cell growth. Want to diminish muscle aches, joint pains, and experience a greater sense of well-being? Tired of spending money on short-term remedies that never seem to work? Soothing, healing, relaxing terahertz frequency is now available and as handy as flipping a switch. Terahertz technology is changing the course of what we were taught about how to maintain our health and well-being. To read more about this amazing breakthrough and to order your terahertz frequency want, go to naturalearthmedicine.com. That's naturalearthmedicine.com. Working two jobs is never seen me. She often goes hungry so her babies can't eat. Fatherless son wears torn clothes to school. We're making fun of him's the only golden rule. She doesn't know she's a favorite daughter. Welcome back to our show. We have open phone lines, 512-248-8252. We're going to go to Mark in North Carolina. Hello, Mark. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? How you doing, Mike? Mike, doing all right. I, I, I saw something um, that really brought a lot of what um, we're, we're talking about and all that to uh, my attention. I was watching. I don't know if you ever heard of this thing. It's on. It's on uh, Rumble and YouTube. It's called um, Redacted with Clayton Morris, yes. Natalie Morris. Clayton Morris used to, I believe, work actually uh, report for. Uh, the fake news network, Fox News Network, but he's now completely independent. And they were talking about going through some of the army regulations about getting the, about these transvestites. They're completely lowering their standards, including physical standards, because yes. the drugs these people are taking, and they're, and, they're, and they're permitted, they're not only permitted, they're encouraged to take it by the U.S. military Weaken them, weaken the muscle, you know, weaken the muscles and, you know, uh, all around. It's just no good for you, you know. It's poison, really. So what, what, I'm, what I'm trying to say, though, is this. We see how oppressive this government is getting. The only way they could really get full control of us you know, is using the military. And even that. Even a, even a healthy, strong military would be very difficult for them to do, and they, they would have a lot of, you know, opposition within the military. But this is a joke. These people are a joke. There's no way they could control this country. And as far as the, uh, you know, federal police, they would be overwhelmed in, in probably within a day. Because, um, remember, you, you have a lot of militias, you do have the Second Amendment, and you have a lot of constitutional sheriffs and local police also, that would be against that would 
fight against, uh, you know, an oppressive government. And a lot of these sheriffs have the ability to form posses where they can literally recruit thousands of men to, um, you know, as, um, and deputize them. And he really have a, a huge militia. And now it's under the color of law on top of it. So I really think it's encouraging right now that they're doing this to the military. I don't care about, I don't believe the United States has to lead anybody. The only thing we should lead is lead ourselves to take care of this country, take care of the, um, the homelessness, of the, uh, of the bad roads, of the, bri- of the bridges, and um, bring this country back to what it should be, the infrastructure to hold, bring our jobs back, bring our industries back. The only thing the United States should do, we don't need to lead anybody. We have no business in the South China Sea. We have no business in Eastern Europe. We have no business in Western Europe. We have no business um, in um, Taiwan. Our business should be in the United States of America. I'm not saying we should, we should, we're strong enough to defend ourselves, at least if we straighten out some of these problems with the military. Okay? That should be our main thing. If somebody is in Canada pointing guns at us from Canada, point like we're doing to the, to the Russians in Ukraine, yeah, then we have a right to defend ourselves or in Mexico or, or any place else like that. Yeah, right on a book. Yeah. Other than that, we shouldn't have to worry about any of this stuff. We don't have to leave. I saw that fool Pence, uh, he, he um, Tuck Carlson made a complete monkey out of him when Pence, uh, when Pence started bloviating about, how, again, how America must lead and how we, we must, uh, it's so important to take care of, to uh, get the weapons to Ukraine. The only mistake Biden is making is not getting them fast enough. And all of a sudden, Tucker called him out, told him about, you know, all, all the problems in the United States, the homelessness, the bad roads, you know, all this stuff. And, uh, he said that, and Pence said that's not his problem. <laughs> he, he, and that was not his concern, up. is what he said. Not his concern, right? You're right. You're right. But I mean, this is this is what we have. And and um, another Nikki Haley, another neocon warmongering, um, and the same and same thing with Kim Scott. You know, these people are these are neocon warmongers. And they're so stupid, they don't understand that we're not capable of waging those wars even if we wanted to. What are you going to do? Have these plans? You know, what, what do you think? Maybe the Russians or the Chinese have laughed themselves to death, or the Iranians. Okay? Maybe that's, that, that's their plan. Okay? The only way we could stand up to them, of course, is with nukes. And that would nobody would win then. Okay? It would be a, it would be an all-out uh, structure of most or all of the planet. And the other thing, of course, they might try is the draft. If they try a draft, this country would be taken completely apart. You think these millennials and these uh, Gen Zs, you think they would allow themselves to get drafted into this military today? You think, no, you I don't. Think, I, I think, I think yeah. the reason they have not brought back the draft is they know that that would mobilize Americans to finally stand up and say enough of all these wars. Exactly. They're not benefiting ordinary Americans. Yeah, the corporations are doing really good. The defense contractors are doing really good. You know, but uh, all of this money that is being spent on all of these wars is not bringing any benefit to we, the American people. So how dumb do they... Obviously, they're not the smartest people in the world. They may have a lot of book learning. They may go to these stupid schools like Harvard and Yale and all that, these dumb, dumbass schools. 
But how smart are they really? They don't have any real street smarts, no common sense. That's right. They don't no, have they really game. don't. Uh, they've lived isolated academic and political yeah. lives here. And I, I'm remembering a line from the movie um, All the President's Men where Deep Throat is talking about the people in the White House, and he says that the truth is they're not really very bright. They're not, and they're even stupider now, even dumber. And look look who we got, a so-called leader there, the imposter-in-chief. I mean, you talk about a joke, a bad joke, but it's a joke. I mean, a man barely, he doesn't even know how to get off the stage. He wanders around shaking hands with, invisible, uh, with the invisible man, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. come on. I mean, it's a total, and, and look at the vice president, the complete idiot. I mean, this woman is dumb. Remember when she went to Vietnam that time? And she thought that monument they had to the, the Vietnamese uh, troops who shot down um, American planes and all that? Uh, yeah. And she it was war in honor of John McCain. <laughs> it's just the opposite. I mean, how dumb can a woman be, you know? So and, and and that's not all. I mean, the woman is just stupid. And this is what the president and the vice president. She's almost like an insurance policy. They're not going to do anything to Biden because then they get her. You know. Yeah, we, oh. we've seen that happen before where uh, presidential candidates will pick a running mate uh, that acts as a safety device because they don't dare put that vice president into the Oval Office. Yeah, Nixon picked Agnew, right? And But the, the problem, so they had to go after Agnew first before they could go after Nixon, you know? Yeah, they uh, had to get uh, Gerald Ford in the vice presidency, so when Nixon resigned, Ford would come on in. Ford had served on the Warren Commission, and Nixon could count on him to keep the, that whole aspect of the Watergate scandal uh, under wraps. And by the way, who did Ford choose as his vice president? <laughs> Big I actually don't he recall. Almost lost life. Huh? Hmm? Who did he? Who did Ford choose as vice president? Almost I don't recall. Rockefeller. Ah, right. You're and correct. Two yep. very near assassination attempts, almost successful assassination, just happened to have to Ford within the two years that he that he uh, that he was uh, still had in the White House. Two almost successful assassination attempts. I mean, does that not tell you something? Yeah, it does. I mean, Rockefeller, you know? So, I mean, this this is what we've got. The only thing I am concerned, though, right now, Mike, with the, is when I see these drones, how, how how they're making use of drones here in this Russia-Ukraine war. Yeah. And it starts making me wonder how far away they are from getting human, you know, um, cyborgs, actual robots to do the fighting. And that would be dangerous, because then they could use the robots to turn against us. You know? Again, we're ter- talking Terminator-style, uh, you know, yeah. that turn. I don't know how close they might be. I'm I'm amazed how close, how, how um, the, with drones, though, the advancement in drones they have. And that, those things are dangerous. And they are, and some of them are autonomous already. Yes. So, wouldn't take much for, you know, once they're autonomous, that means they can think of their own. Wouldn't take much no, that's turn. not what autonomous means. It means that they have the machinery inside uh, to follow whatever they're programmed to do without human intervention. Like a, uh, yeah, an aircraft's uh, flight director 
which uses the autopilot to go from waypoint to waypoint to waypoint to waypoint, but it doesn't mean the flight director is actually thinking or conscious or aware. You don't think that with AI they couldn't become conscious or aware? At some point down the road, yes. I mean, we're watching the development of artificial intelligence, and it's very convincing. Uh, you know, I play with ChatGPT uh, every now and then. I'm actually studying AI and Python right now. Um, but uh, uh, I, I don't think they're sentient and self-aware. And in the case of ChatGPT, that's because its only sensory organ is the keyboard. We're self-aware because we have all these senses constantly feeding data to our brain. We have our eyes, ears, nose, our skin, our sense of balance, uh, and, and so forth. Well, Mike, I hope you're right. I'm very concerned about this stuff. I really am because, I, you know, maybe I watch too many science fiction movies, but the ones I'm, the, the mo- ones I'm most is when I watch Terminator and see there's a lot of stuff. Yeah, Cameron was a visionary. He definitely was. Anyway, um, I'm going right. to let you go here. Thank you very much. We have open lines, 512-248-8252. Bruce in Texas, welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Hello, Mike. Uh, Hi. I've got another question to ask you about the government. As uh, far as I know, of course, I have a, uh, you know, a general knowledge on the functioning of the government. But Congress creates the budget, right? Congress has the purse string. Well, so where is Biden? Actually, Biden uh, writes up a suggested budget, and it goes to the House of Representatives because under the Constitution, all revenue measures must originate in the House of Representatives. And the House goes over the president's suggested budget, and they make adjustments, and then they uh, vote on it. Then it goes to the Senate. The Senate may make some changes themselves. Then it has to go back to the House. And eventually they have a reconciliation bill. When that passes both houses, it goes back to the president for a signature. And that is basically the budget for the next year. Right. So where is Biden getting getting this uh, open-ended checkbook for the Ukraine then? Well, that really is a question there. And... um, You know, certainly it's a huge amount of money, and it certainly explains all the borrowing they're doing from the Federal Reserve, Uh, you know, once he got past that debt debt limit situation. You know, he's just borrowing and spending like there's no tomorrow. This this government's out of control. It uh, is, totally. As far as the immigration, yeah, as far as the immigration, I just want to throw my two cents in there, Um, you know, these people, they're not on like a march, a reconquista. Like, they're not that, they don't have that much agency, let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe people are organizing that do, especially in the United States and these NGOs. And he has no activists that are calling for it. But, but these people are basically, they're just, uh, they're being, you know, they're being shown, a, you know, a big golden goose to come and, and join in the, in the feast on. It's what it is. And, and they're very, uh, let's just be honest, you know, a lot of these people, you know, a couple hundred years ago, they were living in the jungle, okay? And that's why the Spaniards so easily conquered Central and South America, right? The, the Native Americans in the, in the United States, especially the Plains Indians, the Apache, and the Comanche, if you go way back to the Salutrian theory, and then you had the Asiatic migration, there was a convolution there, made some wars. And the mixing the DNA, and so they had a little bit more agency. So they, that's why they could fight the United States government for so long, and take up arms and learn how to use 
firearms and I use horses and uh, that type of thing. That's why it took so long to conquer the United States versus Central and South America. But getting back to my point, if you look at the governments of Mexico on down, you know, they're always in a, in a state of, of uh, despair in one way or another, okay? Constant revolutions that really never go nowhere. You have a ruling elite and then the masses of poor. And that's what they're creating up here. It's just, it's just a way to turn the United States. They're destroying the middle class. Yes, they are. They're destroying the middle class. That's and, deliberate and because uh, every time in history there's been a revolution, it originates within the middle class because they're the ones that have the extra money to say, here, go buy some guns and bullets. And uh, uh, every uh, tyranny in history always gets rid of the middle class. In the case of the Soviet Union, it was simply designed out of existence right from the very beginning. Yeah, exactly right. So that, that's, that's how I see it as. It, it, and it's a clergy plan on top of it all, you know. But but basically, they're they're, they're waging war on the middle class, diluting their political opposition. That I, I never thought I would see uh, Mike Pence, you know, being laughed at on stage, and and uh, Lindsey Graham being booed for like seven minutes. You know, these people are seeing exactly how popular they really are. You know, yeah. This, this is, this is yeah, but they don't worry about it because you know, they're figuring the they're just going to go on rigging elections. Yeah, so they don't worry about the border either. And, uh, in fact, I, they're probably just much in on it. They just get lip service to controlling the border. It's in the senators, especially. The senators are garbage. Uh, but in my last point, well, I don't have a last point, so I'll let you go. Thanks. All right, fine. We have open lines, 512-248-8252. And getting on back to the economy, uh, we were talking the other day about how uh, some stores uh, – were uh, chaining and locking the cases uh, to uh, stop the uh, theft that was going on there. Now in the Safeway stores in San Francisco, they now have security gates at the self-checkout kiosks. And what it is is you go to the self-checkout, you put your groceries on, they scan it, uh, you pay, and you get a printed receipt. And the printed receipt has a little... QR code on there that you have to uh, show to the scanner at the uh, security gate before the security gate will open to let you uh, exit the store. And, uh, of course, if, if there was a, a, a real effort to control the crime on the streets of San Francisco, none of this stuff would be necessary. And remember, when these stores are forced to uh, resort to these measures, you know, they have to raise prices to you to pay for it all. You know, the government isn't paying uh, for any of this stuff. Uh, you know, we ultimately pay for all. All right. Now then, um, <clears throat> we've been worried about the uh, central bank digital currency. That sounds quite dystopian. It's, uh, you know, if Nigel Farage is to be believed, it's the next step to the uh, Western equivalent of China's social credit system. But apparently the Bank of International Settlements has another plan in the works. It's called the Unified Ledger. And what that is, it is a global database. Okay, and there's actually an article. Oh, we've got to take a break for commercials. Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. 
Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise from flags to t-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern needs. Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. Hi, Tom Bolton for Ease Off. I know so many of you are finding our EZ4 carcass drop and lift an essential tool for your meat processing operation. But today I want to spotlight four of our new products. First, our right height hog cradles with steel or aluminum frames. Our customers love this back-saving innovation that enhances sanitation and speeds production. Next, our beef cradles with stainless steel or aluminum frames eliminate rust and corrosion. We hope you'll compare our quality and prices for this essential part of your processing line. Our cradles are especially effective when used with our power skinner. And finally, our hook tumbler will keep your hooks clean and polished. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC, 417-932-6419. We the people, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility. Provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty. And welcome back to our show, last segment of the program today. And we're talking about the Bank of International Settlements plan for a unified ledger. And there's actually a page on this at BIS.org. It's entitled Blueprint for the Future, Monetary System, Improving the Old, Enabling the New, which is a very bland and not very informative title. But basically, the unified ledger uh, will feature programmable entries, meaning that your ownership of assets can be revoked or altered at any time according to the social engineering desires of the globalists. Basically, this unified ledger will record the ownership of checking accounts, real estate, bonds, stocks on this centralized exchange run by the globalists. And basically, like 
they can just basically take stuff away from you and give it to somebody else based on their uh, agenda here. And that's how you will own nothing, uh, in case you were wondering where Klaus Schwab was getting that idea from. Uh, basically, uh, they will own it all, and uh, it will be assigned to you based on what they uh, think you deserve and need. Okay, talk about a dystopian dictatorship here. Okay, uh, apparently the government is now releasing thousands of illegal immigrant children into the country with latent tuberculosis infections, and there are no assurances of treatment. Now, nearly 2,500 kids with latent infections were released into 44 states over the past year. About 126,000 total were released, indicating an infection rate of 1 in 50 migrant children. One out of every 50 of these illegal immigrant children are carrying tuberculosis. And uh, the government says it can't treat the children because they're in custody for a very short time and successful treatment requires three to nine months here. Now, tuberculosis was declared eradicated in the U.S. in the 1970s, and now because of the open border policy, it is being reintroduced, and I'm sure the medical industrial complex is going to be delighted. They're going to be making more money out of U.S. citizens that are coming down with tuberculosis. And uh, it's all about the Benjamins here. So there appears to be a war uh, on the Texas border between Governor, I'm sorry, Governor Abbott's uh, you know, attempt to secure the border and the federal government, which is trying to keep it open. And uh, again, that's a Title VIII violation. Uh, but uh, you know, they're, they're opposed to that, that barricade of floating spiked balls and chains that uh, are in the Rio Grande. And uh, apparently a group of Tennessee Republican lawmakers pushed the Department of Homeland Security to explain how an illegal immigrant accused of raping multiple children was allowed to stay in the U.S. for two decades. I mean, if you're going to start deporting people, I would start with the rapists, okay? <clears throat> now, by the way, Disney's uh, experiment in the new Snow White who is not white, and the seven politically correct magical people uh, is being mocked, and more and more of the little people, actors like, uh, uh, well, they're, they're complaining. The story says dwarfs, higher dwarfs. Anyway, there's the music. The show is over, and stay tuned for the National Intel Report. Um, let's see, William Repellum is taking the microphone tonight. Please spread the word of republicbroadcasting.org. Spread the word of whatreallyhappened.com. Please continue to support RBN in this very, very difficult time. We'll be back tomorrow. Aloha, America.
Haibo Tea Club's original pure pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113. DrinkSuperTea.com. You're listening to Real Talk Radio. Only on the Republic Broadcasting Network. 